What's up, guys? I'm your host, Davey Weaver. And I'm your co-host, Sam Whitman. We are back at the shop. That's right. Sam, it's our first podcast, episode 001. I'm excited. This is this is pretty exciting. It is. Um, We're in a garage, as you can tell, because the title should have told you that, because we are back at the shop. In the shop is where you always like to be. It's where everything goes down. Uh, all the, the banter, the, the best friends. And you build a lot of fast race cars. I think we've done Sometimes. that. Yeah, you, we've Sometimes. Built a lot, we've built a lot of bad race cars, too. But, so I, I'm an interior guy, college racing. You going to go? Yeah, I'm just... It's okay, buddy. We're going to spend most of this episode working out some of the jitters because I don't think either one of us is used to talking on a camera like this. Um, so, as we go through the episode, Davey's voice will lower itself just a little bit and be a little bit less high-pitched. Um, I'm Sam Whitman. Um, I have been in racing for about seven or eight years now. Wow. Um, graduated from Forsyth Tech in Winston-Salem uh, back in 2015. With a degree in, what was my degree in? Race car technology. <laughs> Does it um, really matter? Just for the record, you don't you know you don't have to have a degree to work in racing. Um, racing is a cool industry because it's something you can get into with not a lot of experience, and you know you're going to start off sweeping floors and doing stuff that isn't always fun, but it's still possible to get into. Um, we'll we're, definitely we're six or seven years in and still absolutely. sweep floors, so. Two very good examples of, of starting from the bottom here. Um, but I've done it for about seven or eight years. You know, I've worked from teams that run 30 to 35th every week, and now, luckily, uh, we're both working for a team that, that's contending for wins on the Xfinity side on a week-to-week basis, um, and our cup side's getting there. We're we're definitely definitely making huge strides on the cup side, which is awesome. Um, it's a lot harder to get going into cup especially with this new car this next gen car it's it's kind of been a pain for some teams um some teams more than others big pain so they're still kind of working the kinks out working on different packages um you know everybody obviously saw this past weekend in north wilkesboro the short track package uh probably needs a little bit of work but you know we'll get into that a little bit later because yeah. i have some pretty strong feelings <laughs> on on the cup race at, at north wilkesboro and uh I don't think it's a short track package. Hope everybody likes opinions because you're going to hear a lot of them. Uh, all opinions on this show, <laughs> our own. 100%. Not indicative of anybody else, our employer or anybody. Yeah. They are 100% <laughs> Davey and Sam's opinions. That's right. Just and wanted to put that disclaimer out there. Yes. We're also going to give you the clean version of our opinions most of the time. Sometimes, maybe not. We'll let those parts out. This is not made for children, but we're going to try keep it as uh, family-friendly as possible. So, uh, Sam, you were, you were talking. You know, I know I went off on a tangent. I'm sorry. I, it's fine I'm because I'm just going to piggyback that. off that. You've been in this a little bit longer than I have. But very early on in my career, we ended up on the same team.
I think better than anybody we know how it is to run on some crappy race teams. Um, and to be, like he was saying, to be no. racing for wins. I don't want to interrupt you. Not necessarily crappy teams, but... Yes. A back-of-the-pack team back is of a, crap, the pack, a crappy team crappy. in any way, it's, shape, or form. It's vernacular. It's, yeah, it's, it's lingo. Just kind of, we don't want anybody to think that you know we're The we're last thing we want to do is like offend that. you. That's right. But That's to what, be contending for wins instead right. of... You know, racing to get to the racetrack. Of course. Definitely a uh, a big deal. And I think that leads us right into uh, our first topic is the the last Xfinity race. Yep. Uh, obviously, Kyle Larson <laughs> won driving the college racing number 10. That's right. Uh, Sam, obviously, being a road guy, you were there. That part, too. So, Davey hangs out in the, in the shop, uh, builds interiors. Yeah, through I the, stay back in the, the shop. Race cars, which is fine. Um I go to the racetrack on a weekly basis. Um, I'm the tire specialist on the number 11 Xfinity car driven by Daniel Hemrick. Um, it's a fun, fun deal. Um, it's, you know, there are fun, there are a lot of fun times. You know, it's it can be difficult from time to time also. You know, it's, it's there's not as much glamour and I'll just keep it to that. There's not as much glamour involved as everybody thinks there is necessarily, um, but it, it can definitely be rewarding. Um you know, it's it's all about what you put into it. Um, racing, I guess, life in general. You know, it, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. It's it's definitely a uh, a lifestyle, uh, and if you're going to be a road guy, you, you've got to put everything into it. Yeah. Um, Your family. It's not as difficult as it to, used to be. For with sure. With everything being mm-hmm. twenty minute practices and whatnot, right. but it, it's still you're you're gone a lot. For but, sure. Uh, let, let's get into Darlington the Xfinity race. <clears throat> um, Obviously, two of our cars, DNFs, caught up in a little bit of mess there. But Kyle Larson at Darlington, he had never won in, anywhere. In, you know, Kyle what, Larson what? anywhere. <laughs> Kyle Larson anywhere. But at Darlington, he had never won. True. And That's true. What, what were you saying about fifty laps to go? He had that speeding penalty, and so we unfortunately our eleven and sixteen cars got taken out in a wreck. Uh, the sixteen. Um, just to give you guys, I'm sure you heard it on TV, but just to give a little background as far as the technical side of things, the 16 car was not necessarily to the point where it was hundred percent out of the race. The car still could have been driven around the track, but the way the side was ripped off and all the door foam NASCAR mandates, the door foam be installed at all times. Um, so if you ever get into a situation where you lose that door foam, you're done. Um, if you can't affix it some way to make it stay, um, you're you're pretty much done. It's got, it's got to be safe, and it's pretty to, hard for door foam to stay without a door, right? So there's that for sure. You know, you can put as much bare bond on, on it as you want to, and you're still gonna kind of you got to have something for it to bit. stick to. And um, so, you know, unfortunately, we we started out with three pretty fast race cars. Um, once the accident happened, I uh, can't remember what lap it was, but. 16 was taken out of commission completely and, and taken off the track DNF. Um, the 11, we kept going, you know, we kind of, right. we did as good as we could just kind of salvage, you know, Daniel, you know, God, God bless him. It, it was, it couldn't have been fun driving that car with, with the amount of damage that he had, but you know, he stuck in there. Everybody on the team stuck in there. And I think we ended up finishing 15th or 16th. What was day. crazy to me about that as I was talking, or I overheard Jason talking about it and, yeah. With all the damage and Daniel not running the fast laps at the beginning of a run, yeah, 10 to 15, 20 laps in, he was as fast as yeah. anybody. 
We're because easily. he wasn't wearing his tires out because he couldn't go that fast at the beginning of a run. Yeah. Which shows that the car had speed in it. I mean, it was a good car. It was oh, yeah. Every bit as fast as the 10. Absolutely. And Daniel's a hell of a driver. He's a championship driver. Yeah. We just, the chip's got to fall the right way and he's going to win multiple races. Right. Okay. So, and you know, the cool thing about, and obviously, you know, we're not, we're not, a, we're affiliated in this the fact that we work for college racing, but you know, just wanted to kind of reiterate that the podcast is not, but you know, it's our life. It's what we do, you know, so we're obviously going to talk about it a lot and different subjects as well. Um, but the cool thing about college racing is the, I, I personally have never worked for a team that has so much, this is going to sound funny, but teamwork, you know, you'll work for teams, especially multi-car teams. And it'll, you can kind of get to the point where each team's kind of sort of out for themselves, you know, not to the point of doing wrong to the other teams, but just, Hey, you know, like for example, if it was a 10 car, like this is what we're going to do. You know, we're not really going to, you know, we're going to communicate team to team, but we're not going to run the same call of racing. The cool thing is, you know, in the, in the shop, in the Xfinity shop, at least, or the Top Shop, as we yeah, uh, top shop. lovely, love, lovingly refer to it as. Top shop. Um, One team, two shops. We correct. We all build each car, so you're not going to come into our shop and see a 10 crew and an 11 crew and a 16 crew. Obviously, when we're at the track, we are separated by crews, but we still help each other out. You know, help each other get through tech. If one of us wrecks out early, you know, we'll go back and forth helping each other. Um, as far as my side's concerned. Being a tire specialist, um, at the end of the race, you know, we always have to return all of our tires. Um, we'll kind of piggyback off each other. And, like, if one guy's winning and going through tech with their car, the other two of us will kind of help out, jump in where we can just to make sure all those tires get returned and make sure all the equipment gets back to the haulers. Um, but I'm rambling again. My, my point here is <laughs> once – you know, obviously you put Kyle Larson in a race car and you you know, you know, you're going to have a chance in probably winning the race. And if you're not going to win the race, you're at least going to run top five most of the race, if not the whole race. He's definitely, he's proved that anything you put him in, he's fast. From Every weekend. Dirt trucks. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what you put him in. So, I, you know, just being, I want all three of our cars to run good. And if it's, I don't. We don't touch anything on the cup cars, but you know, as far as it's concerned, I want them to run good too because yep. they really preach the family mantra, the teamwork, the teamwork mantra at, at College Racing. So when we build something, like we all build each car, so we want to see, you know, I want all three of them to run well. And if the eleven, the car I'm on, isn't work running as great as we'd like to, you know, we're still watching the other cars. I'm watching the other cars, hoping, you know, obviously if. One car can win, the other two finish top five. That's your, you know, your goal each week is one, two, three. Um, so about when was it? It was. It was. It was in fifty to go. It was during the final stage. It was less than fifty to go. There was a caution. Um, come down, made pit stops. Uh, Kyle sped on pit road had a penalty and there were still a lot of cars on the lead lap at that point. Well, it's so the entire second stage was caution. I can't, so nobody went last down. Yeah. And I'm sure there were a lot of lucky dogs going out as well. Yeah. Um, at that point, I think he you restarted know, 30. Something. Yeah. You were, you were in the, in the thirties for sure. Damn. And 
me personally, I remember thinking, I'm like, man, you know, I know Kyle Larson is good, but man, can can he really make up all those spots? You know, I, I always try to I try to stay optimistic as possible and you know, I'm in my mind I thought legitimately, okay, I'm sure we can drive back up to a top five finish. Um, especially at a track like Darlington right. where it's so narrow. It's exactly. just, it's difficult to get around guys. It's narrow. And, but you know, at the same time, it's one of those tracks where good drivers shine, um, always just because it's a driver's track. Um, it's a, you know, it's not your typical cookie cutter like Charlotte or Vegas, Kansas, those places where, you know, not that it doesn't take talent. All these guys have talent. I don't care what anybody says. They've got talent. If, if, Yes, there's money involved, but if they're at this level, there's some sort of talent there. You're not just going to jump into an Xfinity car or a truck and, and get out there. Um, but, you know, obviously we have Kyle Larson's and Kyle Bush's, you know, Jimmy Johnson's, Kevin Harvick's, guys like that where you're like, yeah, you know, these these guys are different. They are you them. Know, not taking anything away from our, you know, our, our legendary drivers. Those guys obviously did, you know, the record setters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was a different world back then, though, too. Yeah, for sure. Watching watching Kyle Larson drive through the field in a car we built was pretty special. I mean, Absolutely. because at that point, they started third with that 10 car. And, you know, watching this man pass the cars the way he did. I mean, you know, he was driving into the top 10, and he's driving around these guys like they're sitting still. And that, to me, was crazy. And everything um, was even. It's not like we pitted for fresh tires. Right, right. You know, everybody pitted for tires. <clears throat> right. So everybody was kind of on the same strategy. He just – and at, at multiple times, especially as he's passing as many cars as he was, I'm like, man, I, I hope he doesn't burn these tires up. Like, let's not burn them up. You know, I'm, I'm glad we're getting spots, but if you burn the tires up, then I know it's funny to hear me talk about Kyle Larson burning yeah. stuff up like he's yeah. not the he's the, man. the driver that he yeah. is. Um but just watching that and then there were a couple cautions at the end um that that definitely helped. Um that one with 30 to go yeah. was really cuz he drove up to what 6th <laughs> yeah and was several was, seconds behind P5 yeah. and it was and then, that's the caution that was that was needed. Right. And the car, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't a very it wasn't amazing on restarts. You know, it, it he could hold his own, it but was it wasn't like a long run. Yeah, it wasn't. <clears throat> he wasn't setting the world on fire by any means. You know, on the restarts, but two or three laps into a run, you know, he started getting better and better, and that's kind of what we saw on that last restart. Yeah, it took, absolutely. you know, when we first got the restart, however many to go. You know, at, at first he kind of. Kind of sort of fell back to fourth. He would and, do that every restart yeah. too. I mean, early in the race, he fell back to and from you, third to sixth or seventh, and got back up there. Yeah, and you would watch you it, see that and you would think, okay, what's what's happening here? Is like, is he try, kind of trying to save his stuff, and then you know, kind of get a run? What is he doing? But it was just, it was just the car, you know, taking time to kind of, you know, just a longer run car. Um, and then, you know, obviously, we all know what happened on the last lap. Coming off of four, you know him and John Hunter going into three, a hell of a really started lap. the whole last lap. As soon oh, it was as, a good last lap, but going into as, three, bug in my face. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's part of being in the shop, dude. Yeah, as soon as you know, 
like you said, going into three, it was like I think that was the point where you he you realized this is going to be and John really Hunter good. Knew it was coming. Yeah, and they you know and like everybody the, watching at home was correct. They both it said it was you know it was just racing and it was good racing. I mean, I you know obviously we have some races um, like one we're going to speak about here in a little bit that don't necessarily live up to the standards of you know obviously people want to see passing. Unfortunately, people want to see wrecks. You know, we don't as much as, as the fans do just because. But I get it. It, it adds excitement. It does. It adds excitement. You know, it brings restarts. Stu- you know, We'll get on this topic a little bit more in, in the coming segments. Right. But not every race is going to be like that. No, and it's not. Not it's everyone's just, just going to be your barn burner with 7 exactly. billion passes and 40 different leaders when you got 38 different cars in the field. It doesn't make any sense. Sure. But it, I said it. So... Some races aren't going to be good. Darlington was great, especially the ending. Very good for us. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, I was I was excited. Um, you know, I, I like to I like to congratulate my teammates when they win. Um, usually with very very cold water bottles. Which that day at Darlington, it was not quite as hot as it normally is at Darlington, Darlington but it was it was very warm. Uh, so they probably enjoyed the cold water. Um, I was told that they did enjoy it, but I'm running down pit road like a madman after. It after, could be 25 degrees if after I get, watching the going finish. to victory lane and you hit me with cold yeah. water. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm running down pit road like a madman. Like I gotta get there. I wanna, you know, I wanna. At least Donald kept his mouth clean on national <laughs> TV this if, time. For sure. <laughs> if if it's not the car that I'm on winning, you know, I want to be the best hype man I can for my teammates. Just because, like I say, we being here, I've always enjoyed thinking you know and kind of being like the person part of teams where you you really legitimately feel like you're part of a team and being here has helped that because i you know i want to go to victory lane myself but i also when one of our cars wins we all win i mean and that's just how it is it, it doesn't matter if you build xfinity cars or cup cars you work for college racing whether you're pr management you know it doesn't matter right um we got Everybody a guy. Everybody gets a bonus. I'm gonna exactly. Everybody exactly. gets that win bonus. And I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a little shout out here to Hey Look. Um, we got a guy in our shop, hey, and look. he is, he is a hell of a hype man. You will not find a better hype man anywhere than this guy. You know, anytime we have win lunches, anytime we have team events, he's back there. He's like cheering us on. He's the know. DJ Khaled of college yes. racing. He's just always in the background <laughs> screaming, "We the best." And as soon as as soon as you hear him, you're like, oh yeah, we're about to get riled up. It's it's about to be it's about to be fun, you know. If it, it's always if a good time. It, yeah, if it isn't fun enough already, as soon as as soon as he gets involved, it's like, all right, now it's a party. Yeah. Now it's a party. If hey, looks listening, I also want to shout out his wife Juanita, just because I enjoy her name. That's right. So, shout out hey, look, shout out Juanita. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm um, with you. Well, they'll love that. They're going to listen. I know. For That's sure. the entire reason I did it is because <laughs> I like it. They will get hype. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, I've never been to victory lane. I have. You've, I have once. I, I take that back. I have been once. There's a photo somewhere. Me and photog Chris here in the back, our uh, audio video engineer. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a picture taken with a trophy in Darlington one year. That's cool. As fans. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It um, probably cursed me if I ever go to the racetrack. I won't end up in Victory Lane. But <laughs> no, I don't I've think been there. so. I mean, you've been to the racetrack. It's one of those things. Wearing green, eating peanuts, yeah. all that crap. Yeah, well, you know, Kyle Busch won a car with green on it for years, That's and true. it's like peanut M Ms. Yeah. So I've been to Victory Lane once. <laughs> um, I I have I've thankfully been a part of a lot of wins at college racing and i've been here just over a year um and i think i've got eight win stickers on my toolbox since then and that's that's pretty good i just got a new toolbox so i only got two <laughs> gotta figure that out um, yeah you can tell who big money is here um so back in uh before i worked for college racing i worked at uh richard childress racing and i was on my snyder's two car back in 2020 was it? yes it was 2020 i don't know i know the rest of this story will make sense, and it will be funny the fact that I forgot it was 2020. So, obviously, you know, everything, you know, everything, sh- no, it wasn't 2020. It was 2020, 21. we ran part-time, but 2021, we still right. had. It's crazy that I don't remember what year my first win is. I remember the track and but all that. I'll everything from 2019 other. on for me is a blur. Yeah. So, 2021, we start the year. NASCAR still has COVID protocols in place. You still you don't have a normal victory lane. Um, you actually at that time we weren't even allowed in victory lane with the driver. Um, they would push the car and we would push the car into victory lane, um, and then the driver would celebrate. You know, and they'd do as, as much as they could. It was it was kind of a sad victory lane celebration. Very cheesy, but it was something. You know, it was something. It was it was better than 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 nothing at all. Um, obviously, with COVID. Um, there were a lot of new things that nobody had ever dealt with before. Um, so 2021, uh, Myatt Snyder, two-car RCR. Um, we were really good pretty much the whole race. Um, that was, they had moved Miami to the third race of the year. It was early. It was the weird COVID schedule. So we had, we went to Daytona, obviously, and then we were supposed to go to California, but instead of California, <laughs> they were really strict there. So they moved, we went to Daytona Oval. The following weekend, we did the road course. Um, and then the following weekend after that, we went to Homestead, Miami. So three. It's a whole week, lot of Florida. Yeah, no kidding. Three weekends straight <laughs> in Florida. And, you know, we go down there. Obviously, no practice, no qualifying, anything like that. You just show up, push your car through tech, make sure it's legal. Well, legal. And uh, race. <laughs> so, we're, we're really good. You know, we didn't – I don't know that we missed – we didn't definitely didn't have a winning car because Noah was driving the nine car then. And he was, I don't he know was what he had figured out at Darling – at Darlington, Jesus. Miami. Miami. They are they are similar. I don't know what he had figured out at Miami in the Xfinity car, but you were not you were not going to beat him. You weren't. Um, so there was an incident. Um, I think a lap car blew a tire, um, and obviously at Homestead, the fastest line is to run right around the top, right at the fence. Hopefully, not hitting the fence. Um, like kind of like Darlington, right? So they they are like Darlington. Um, so we got, we got that. It was definitely a lucky break. Um, we were running third, and we were catching second place. Um, so we more we more than likely would have finished second or third, which was an awesome, awesome start for our team. Um, pretty exciting. I know Maya was excited. Um, 
luckily for us, not for Noah, it was kind of a crappy situation for him, but luckily for us, that caution came out, and at that point, he was out of commission. There was no way, I don't even think he finished that race. Um, we restarted beside Tyler Reddick um, on the last restart, and I want to say it was a green-white checkered. Um, and at that point, I'm thinking, awesome, you got to start, you know, you got to restart beside Tyler Reddick at a track where you run right up against the wall. Tyler's probably going to beat you. And Sorry. Like, that's what you're thinking. You're like, man, you know, you always, like I said, you always want to be optimistic and you want to, you know, think, hey, I'm going to, you know, we're going to make this happen. But you also want to be realistic at the yeah. same point. Yeah. So the restart, green flag flies, and he just, he held him off. He drove it up there. And I, it was like, the whole thing was like a blur to me because I remember standing behind the pit box. I'm like, I'm not running up there. Before he gets to that line, because I'm like, I, I don't want I'll to run see. out there and he'll spin out on exactly. the straightaway. I don't want to screw it up. I don't want to jinx it. So I remember standing behind the pit box and just being in absolute awe because I was so excited. Yeah, at that point, you know, working at this level of motorsports was always a dream for me, and and I wanted to win so bad. And we had gotten close, you know, the time I spent at RCR, we had gotten close and for years, you know, we'd go to the track and we'd be with kind of, you know, mid pack and, and, and back of the pack teams. And like, you know, you're not really going to have an opportunity to win. So it was, it was kind of a, you know, kind of everything coming, coming together. You know, at that point I realized that, you know, I did belong and that, you know, I was meant to be where I was and that I also, <laughs> realized i thoroughly enjoyed winning races it wouldn't. um and it unfortunately it was one of those deals where like i said COVID <clears throat> protocols were in place and we didn't actually get to go to victory lane um once victory lane was over uh they took maya he wasn't supposed to even be near us even though we were near each other the whole weekend until then um wasn't supposed to be near us so they took him um, we backed the car out of victory lane. They wouldn't even let us keep the car in victory lane. Backed the car out of victory lane, and then we lined up on both sides of it and, and took our picture. And that's, that's an awesome picture. So you got to watch your car be in victory lane? Yes. I have a picture of the car in victory lane, and you can see the gate. Uh, I'm right on the other side of it. So I'm there. And You're I'm, where the fans would be. Correct. Yes. I am. <laughs> and I'm just... I'm just so happy, so excited. Makes and sense. It, it, yeah, it was fun. Um, I think the coolest part of winning was, you know, working in this business, you have, you make a lot of friends and you have a lot of people that you know, you know, we still have people we've known. Obviously, we worked together, the first team Davey ever worked for, but I have guys that I remember from the first teams I worked with and that I've known the entire time I've been in the industry. And it's like when you win a race, you know, you get all these texts and you get Facebook messages and any kind of correspondence you get, you get phone calls from people just congratulating you and excited for you. And I think that's what, what really made it real. What made me see, wow, this happened. Like I've finally kind of in victory lane. (laughs) Um, the car so, I built's there. Yeah, so I'm ready for Daniel to win us one, so I can go yeah. to Victory Lane. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to go back. I'm I, ready for that too. I like winning. I do. I want to spread the the joy and the absolutely in the colic between drivers for sure. Um, so obviously this past weekend, uh, pretty big deal in sport. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the As entire last week, our 
well, my shirt, all the of signs, the gear. everything, all the swag. NASCAR went back to North Wilkesboro Speedway. Uh, it's been, what, 23, 20, no, longer than that. <laughs> so, How last years cup race was in 96. 26 years. Yeah, 26 years. Thank you, Photog Chris. Thank yes, you. Thank you for that. It was 1996. It's 27. 27. He's I heard it all weekend. Back here. How I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, how I don't remember. You were there. I wasn't. Kind of I amazing to it, me. 1996 was the last time the NASCAR Cup Series raced at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Jeff um, Gordon won. I believe Terry Jeff Gordon won. Was, was it second. Holly Farms for her or the Tyson 400? I don't know. What was the sponsor? 32. You Just use your microphone, big dog. It's okay. Sorry, You're allowed to chime in. That's okay. The... Jeff Gordon won, Dale Earnhardt second. Dale Earnhardt won the next, the next to last race. race. It, it was, was the Holly Farms. It was either Holly Farms or Tyson. Or first right. Union. Holly Farms back then. First Union. First that Union race. I don't know. Yeah. iRacing's yeah. got me screwed sure. up. One of those three on iRacing and one of those three on, I don't know. Yeah. And it's, so. it's cool to think about all the past, like, all those sponsors like Tyson and Holly Farms and First Union. It's like all this local stuff that... I, I love I love racing. I love all forms of motorsports. Obviously, I love NASCAR the most because it's what pays my bills and allows me to live the life that I do. Um, but I love racing. And, you know, growing up, I remember riding up 421. And I remember being in, you know, I was six in 96. So I don't really, I didn't really watch a lot of races then. I didn't pay attention. So we would go, you know, my papa lived in the trailer park behind the food line in welcome so at a very young age i was you know i was in it like we would hang out we would you know we'd I'd, we'd always go to his house every sunday to watch the cup race and of course we were pulling for dale because we were in welcome and that you know it's what you did fun fact <laughs> 1994 mm-hmm. was it april yeah i was at the race really i wasn't born until september 94 yeah. if you catch my drift but yeah. i was there Oh yeah, 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 I get yeah. it. Okay, so you were I was being carried. Yeah, you were carried. internally. That's but yeah. I was there. Okay. So I can say that I have been to a race in North Wilkesboro. You look, like you got something to say, Photog Chris. He was Chris. a little bun in the oven. <laughs> All right. Photog Chris is actually Davy's dad. Yes. Um, I, I think we probably should have pointed that out sooner. Uh, <laughs> Photog Chris is awesome. Um, Audio video engineer. Yep. Uh, the guy behind the all the camera magic. Yes. Uh, it took what. All Two hours. Guys, we got it set up. The audio's right now. That's right. Yeah, two hours later. That's okay. Yeah, no, but that's all right. Ooh, that was. That was you week. were there all week. Was what was a uh, perfection test time, by the way? What was? Yeah. Well, so this has been what? Three years in the making since four years in the making. I don't know since, since Dale Junior. Since went COVID in time. and cleaned the place out. Yeah. Uh, and it was a big uphill climb. Obviously, we had the. Late model races and whatnot on the asphalt last year, the yeah. modifieds, all that. We're supposed that to have fun. the dirt, yeah. and I believe you were there for that too, Photog Chris. Did you go to some of the stuff last year? First, I like this Photog Chris stuff. What about Dad? Good. No, I don't care. <laughs> it's just for the podcast. Do I call you Dad too? I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went up there last year on April or whatever it was when the Bristol yeah. Dirt Race happened, and they were going to have the announcement. That something, something was going, going on at North Wilkesboro, and yep. we didn't know what it was going to be. A whole lot like, of something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I stopped at North Wilkesboro, I took some drone video. The place was just still a wreck. I mean, it was cleaner than it had been because they had cleaned it up in 2019 for the iRacing scan. Was it right? that long ago? 
And yeah. then I get to North Wilkesboro, and Marcus Smith was there, and Terry Parsons was there, and Ron, uh, Ron Queen was there, and all of the other dignitaries from North Wilkesboro. Yeah, like, something right, big is, is happening. Be big. <laughs> you're, you're right. And yeah. they announced Racetrack Revival, and they laid out the plan to race some asphalt races, modified races, the Cars Tour. Um, and they were going to tear it up and make tear it, it all up. Yeah. That's the um, craziest thing to me. It is crazy. But then after the uh, after the Cars Tour race was so good and had that 20,000 people crowd and the electric oh, yeah. atmosphere. We were packed in there. <laughs> Marcus Smith was there. Dale Jr. We raced in it. And Marcus Smith looked around and went, hmm. this is Yeah, this is something. Was, we, can, we can do something with this. And then, of course, at the same time, you know, the government was working on that eight well, – that bigger money but that 18 million dollars that eventually came down to north wilkesboro through the motorsports relief fund and that was the shot in the arm that you know speedway motorsports needed to to start spending money you know they were already in talks out in nashville tennessee to spend 60 million dollars on nashville fairground speedway that's insane With, yeah, that's have we gotten any updates on that place yeah, they had a good. They had They're another meeting the other day. It's, they, it's some goods happened there recently. I think the like, community's still fighting it pretty hard, aren't they? Yeah, they don't want to complain about noise, whatever. Yeah, well, it's amazing. Um, when you think about I hope it. they run there. So, I mean, sure. when the money came into North Carolina, they essentially, best I understand, moved some of the money from Nashville to North Wilkesboro since they were planning on spending it anyway. Of course. Who knows? Because they won't tell me how much they spent <laughs> at North Wilkesboro, but they spent a lot of money. A lot oh, yeah. Beyond the $18 million. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, then, you look, they repaved the entire infield. Yeah. It, yeah, they they was, extended pit road. I mean, they're going to have to repave it after the experience. Um, we may have damaged the asphalt just a little <laughs> bit in the infield um, after the open race Sunday. It'll be, it, we'll get into that a little bit more. The yeah. governor of North Carolina <laughs> said that. The economic, economic impact of Wilkesboro this, this weekend, weekend for this race was $50 million. That's awesome. So that, people can complain about the tax money if you need for to sure. fix it up. But all of that's coming back around. And that's awesome because I didn't, I hadn't heard that. So I'm <laughs> I'm glad. That's cool to, to talk about it first on here. You know, I like the fact, you know, it shows some, it's like, hey, this is actually working. This is a thing that that is going to, you know, pay back. Um, I like the throwback, not, not throwback specifically, but like the, you know, we're getting back to a lot of the, you know, you're going back to your older tracks and, you know, back to the roots. Try, yeah. Trying to, trying to kind of get back to the roots, which is exciting. Um, you know, I think Wilkesboro, North Wilkesboro is a first step, um, in a lot of that. And, uh, you know, it, it was awesome being there. As far as it was, I mean, you know, Photog Chris can can attest to this. It was the crowd was electric the whole weekend, packed. You could see that on the TV too. You know, obviously Absolutely. I wasn't there, and yep, TV did a really good job of really selling the atmosphere of what was going on at. And that was the cool thing is, you know, nothing against the TV guys, but you know, sometimes when when things are getting a little bit boring. I'm going to use the word boring. I know that's kind of a basic word to use, but when things are getting boring and, you know, fans kind of sort of lose interest, the announcers kind of sort of have to pick up on that and sort of manufacture excitement sometimes, which, you know, that's their job and, and they do a great job at it. Um, that's your job. But what do you have to they say? They didn't have to do that. Well, the thing about <laughs> He's been holding this in for a minute. I know, I know. You know, 
all kinds of things and all the stuff I've covered for the news and sports. And there is nothing you'll ever see on TV that does justice to what anything is in real life. From tornadoes to hurricanes to big fires to sporting events. It's always better to be there. Now, it's easier to watch it on TV these days and, and have all of the graphics and the high definition 4K TV. It's certainly easier to sit on the couch and drink a beer and, and watch the Beer's a lot cheaper, too. Or watch the Braves. But there's nothing like being there. Certain TV. A TV provider doesn't carry them. The crowd was electric every single day from Tuesday when it rained it out to Wednesday when they ran three late model races and people were there to the bitter end after midnight to Thursday when the hauler parade and we, you know, sat in that three truck. I mean, me and Clara from Fox 8 rode with Rooster, Jeff Craven in the three truck. On that holler parade, and we saw tens of thousands of people in Wilkesboro, North Wilkesboro, along that route, just waving. More the entire population of of the city. And then the truck race, there was, there wasn't much fewer, many fewer people there for the truck race than there was the all-star race. Maybe, maybe five thousand. It was pretty close. Looking on TV, and I think Jeff Gluck tweeted this that him and Jordan Bianchi were talking, and they were wondering. What was the most attended truck race so far this year? Mm. And, and and Jeff was like Daytona, probably. You know, that's yeah. the biggest weekend. It's the opening that's race fair. of the year. But, and he said, but after seeing the crowd at Wilkesboro for the truck race, he thinks that might be the biggest truck race crowd mm. in the last several years. For sure. And and for that place to be as packed as it was it's on a good TV, it's and a you good know time. how the the tweeter is. After the race, oh, yeah. the stands were half full. There wasn't nobody there. Yeah. They were getting hot dogs and beer. Yeah, Stop, yeah. calm down. That place looked full <laughs> the entire It weekend. was. And I read on some social media, I don't know, they said that they were able to get, and I don't know because I left after the open race was over and we got loaded up. Um, so I can't speak from experience, but I read that an hour and 42 minutes they got – that was the official number. I mean, we were packing our stuff up Sunday night and, and going back and forth with things about getting stuff done. And the PR people were like, the crowds are cleared. It was done in an hour and 42 minutes. And I went, do what now? There's no. And that was a lot of the, the stress about going back to that place. Is there's one way in, one way out before they built that new exit. A plan with the highway patrol. They knew where all the parking lots were. They, they spread it out a little more. People complained about having to pay to park or ride a shuttle a little bit. Right. You've got to pay to park to any but sporting event you go to. Well, not any. Got you go to a Panthers game. You go to a Braves game. You're paying yeah. to park. Just because oh, yeah. you get free grass parking at Martinsville or you get to park in a field at Bristol. I love Martinsville. You're going to pay to park at a professional sporting yeah, event. I Tickets were $400 for the package for the weekend. Almost yeah. sold out. And it wasn't. And here was the thing. And you're going to complain the about The other parking. thing that people didn't realize it. When the tickets were first released and they said, here's the prices, this is what tickets are going to cost, you know, I guess everybody kind of expected everything to sell out immediately and nothing to be available. So people would spend that money to get those tickets. But there were tickets available pretty much up until the race. Well, we had a buddy. Not cheap, but still. Our buddy PJ. Yeah. Him and his wife bought the the weekend passes. They were, what, $400, $300 a pop? Yeah. 
I mean, that's well, six we'll eight hundred dollars. Yeah. I don't remember. You say three hundred bucks a piece or per person for the weekend. Again, not bad for everything you got yeah, to see. Yeah, absolutely. And and one, honestly, me, one hundred percent worth it for sure. I couldn't afford that. Yeah, to go. And, and I and I get it. It is very. I don't really want to. I don't necessarily want to say frustrating, but it can be kind of aggravating Bugs because killing me. If you want to take your family of four to the racetrack, which a lot of people do. Um, it it kind of made it difficult. It did. Um, you know, obviously it was still like the truck race you had, you know, was a lot, the tickets for the truck race were a lot cheaper if you just specifically wanted to go to the truck race. So I get to that extent, people being kind of peeved at the fact. The The problem problem would be. If they made the ticket, they knew what they were doing. They knew a lot of data and research on this stuff. And if they made those tickets, let's just say a weekend package still half the price of that. Right. Then people are going to scoop them up and they're going to flip them. Yeah, some, the supply well, demand curve true. was there. Something's got to be done with the scalpers. For sure. I think yeah. scalper tickets should be illegal. Well, yeah. like, well, don't, don't take them if they're scalpers. Exactly. And but, let that known up front so people don't buy them. And you know, How much a lot did of, you make off that World Series ticket last shut year? Shut up. We ain't going to talk about that. That's true. $850, by the way. It's, it's supply and demand. It's capitalism. I don't know how you fix that. <laughs> it's, as long as you can. I mean, I know that for some concerts now, you have to show a code, and once you buy the ticket, you can't get rid of it. Right. It's to keep. Maybe yeah. something like that. I think they got it to where like you could transfer it like one time or something. I guess so. Like if you sell it, you could transfer it one time yeah. and that's it. Um, but yeah, like I I won't say that you know going to the racetrack is a an inconvenient experience by any means. Yeah. But I haven't had an experience at a racetrack in, like that in a very long time. I mean, everybody. Everybody just wanted to talk to you and shoot yeah. the bull. Like, you know, gate guards, security, you know, people in, That's in a lot different merchandise booths. Some of the places you People go. walking around in the pits, people selling, you know, refreshments and, and concessions and all that. Everybody just wanted to talk to you. They wanted to know who you were, where you were from, that family atmosphere. It's very rare that I walk out of a race weekend and don't have a complaint about something. Yes. I couldn't <laughs> nitpick anything on this. They no, they all. handled the media perfectly. They handled the fans perfectly. The fan Wi-Fi. Like, there's places... Yeah. Like, that would be my only complaint. I, the, the media Wi-Fi didn't extend to certain Correct. remote parts. But the fan Wi-Fi was everywhere. And you could pick yes. it up. Except in our haulers. <laughs> <laughs> because as soon as I would walk in the back door of the truck... Uh, it was out. No! So obviously, Xfinity was not at North Wilkesboro. But obviously, the parking um, and, and right. the getting in and right. the getting out and the amount of food and the amount of um, souvenirs and the variety of souvenirs. Yeah. And, you know, the really only downfall of the race was that it didn't have a lot of crashing and bashing right. in action, but some Wasn't people a like a nice strategy work. race. And you know what? That, that gets me to a point is people want old school racing action. back. Yes. You say how many times on Twitter, NASCAR ain't what it used to be. Right. Well, that's what NASCAR used to be. Richard Petty won how many races by more than one yeah, lap? So and got, he's the king. He's won 200 races. Richard Petty wins. David Pearson finished second. Yeah, it, Third place is 15 laps It down. wasn't. I don't. What year was it? Didn't somebody lap the field at North at North Wilkesboro yeah. Speedway? And I'm pretty sure it was in the 90s. And it probably was. I think it was Jeff Bodine. Or one of the Bodines. I get oh, all confused. Yeah. Well, 
Like, well, when Jeff you, like, Bodine won, but Brett Bodine, that's a no, whole other story, especially when it comes to North Wilkesboro. That's a big one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he... he well, Photog Chris did something yes. with the Bodine. Of course that was one of them. <laughs> so make sure you check out... We, uh, uh, what's it? Fox 8 photojournalist Chris, Chris Weaver on yes. Facebook. Brett and Bodine you can get the story. Story with us. He told us all the... You know, how they got out there on short pit the strategy. They, right. they short pitted sort of like what... You know, Kyle Larson did this past week under caution, in essence. They did under green, the long green flag run where they knew everybody had to stop for gas, yeah. which is what that race needed last this weekend. It needed yeah, that, a fuel stop. It but, definitely needed a, a breakup in the last hunt. I feel like, and obviously I'm not Marcus Smith, I'm not NASCAR, I'm, I'm not making the rules of this race, so this is just my opinion. Correct. But it needed something to break up, like give Kyle Larson a chance to screw up. Right. Because obviously he was that – Dominant on the racetrack. He said it was an old school ass weapon. I'm going to be honest with you. I think, I think NASCAR, to a certain extent, within reason, should make up the rules for the All Star races they go. And I know that sounds crazy, but let me explain something to you. So I think I re- I feel like I remember back in the day they would have like an invert at a certain point. They've done. I so say many rules. if you run, if you're going to run 200 lap race, you know what? You're too far out front. We're throwing a caution. Not it, yeah. You could do that. You could throw a caution. NASCAR reserves the rights to do as it pleases, which or I think is already in the rule book. At a hundred laps, you stop everybody. You bring them down pit and road. You know what? You make them put on tires, and then you invert the and entire. And I thought field. about this, and that's a way to fix it. We're going to throw a yellow. Yeah. yeah, we're not telling you when we're going to throw it. We might That's throw true. it at lap two. That's we true. might throw it at one hundred and ninety-eight. Yep. Just to throw the <sighs> Honestly, strategy in there. Yeah. Though, and this is probably I'm a I'm a resonate with some fans here, and I might get the ire of some others here. But the All Star okay. Race, I like that. I think has run its course. Okay. All right. I don't. It's time to demolish it. All right. The All Star Race, the All Star, not North Wilkes Pro, not North Wilkes Pro. <laughs> let's well, let's make I'm that clear. Not any track, uh, the All Star Race, you race for a million dollars. We've got thirty six charters. Mm-hmm. There were twenty three, twenty four cars in that race. Yeah, you're more likely to be in the All Star Race than out of it. Yep. And you're racing for a million dollars, which. Back when they first gave out a million dollars, was a lot of money. Does it now, need to be a different type of exhibition race? Does it still need to be an exhibition race, not called the R Star Race, like the Select or the Special, like the Bush Clash at the beginning of the year? No, because they need to get rid of that too, because that's another pointless race. But we're I've not going to get into that one. I've seen people say this on social media. I don't want to pick one platform over the other, but I've seen people <laughs> on social media say, "Put these guys in sprint cars." Put them in some sort of car other than a cup car. Make it a tournament. Put them in Make late them run models. three or four different cars. No. Yeah. The easiest, the easiest thing, thing to do would get them to pair up with a maybe an Xfinity team and run that. There's All the cup teams have an Xfinity. Exactly. Or I wouldn't put them in a different I've been saying this for years. There's too much money involved. Make the All-Star I Race agree. include all three top series, truck, Xfinity, and cup, all running on the track at the same time. I agree. Xfinity is definitely going to give the best show. Xfinity well, Racing is the best show by far. And I'm not saying that because I work on an Xfinity Series team. I'm saying it because it truly is. So you've, the trucks and, and the truck, trucks, trucks race good. Bunch of but the trucks, you know, it's the way it's supposed to be. The trucks are younger kids, typically. It's like you know, I'm not Gray. talking about you, Matt Street Crafton. Street stock, sportsman, and modified. Correct. 
So the truck series is what it is. It's younger kids. They're up and coming. They want to make it to the Cup Series. Obviously, that is the goal. Some of them out of late models. Some of them out of Legends cars, whatever it may be. The racing in Cup is really, really good. As True. in, they don't ever make mistakes. The and I think drivers if you, put, I think if you really put all really of those drivers in a Cup car, I mean, in an Xfinity car or a truck, the racing will look the same as it does in yeah, Cup. And I agree. So, yeah, I think so. So that's part because of the it's problem. the drivers. Maybe not the They're first. They're the best of the best. You know, you're right. The all-star race didn't have any action because you didn't have any of the backmarkers that make mistakes that are making their name in the NASCAR Cup Series to make mistakes. So they had Kyle Larson. Kevin Harvick finished the race two laps down. I hated that, too, because – the 20, seeing the 29, 29 back, was badass. Let's, you know, let's, let's go back to the 1996 Tyson Holly Farms 400. 400 lap race, all right? Twice as long as the All-Star race. And it only had four cautions for 29 laps. Wow. And there were only there 10 cars on the lead lap. And that's just the type of but, racing that's Every car that finished place. that race, too. That's the type of racing that's produced. That's old school racing, though. People sure. say they want that kind of racing back. That's the kind of racing you're going to get. You're going to get... People don't have yeah. What happens? They're like that? squirrels these days. They don't have the attention span to watch racing. They want to see a restart every fifty laps. They want to see a wreck happen that takes out two or three people, yeah. and they want to see Ross Chastain fight somebody. Very bold of That's you. That's just to, what people want to see. Very bold of you to to compare okay, so people to it? squirrels. What um what what now would the even if it's not an all star race? How do you make the racing better? At you can keep the all star race, but you're going to have to offer fifty million dollars. These guys are going to have to want to beat the crap out of each other to win that money because that's a substantial amount of money. A million dollars, cool. It costs more than a million dollars to get there. So you go back, yeah. So you go back to I think it was '89 when Rusty wrecked Daryl to win it, and you know, they both talk about how big of a deal it was to win a million million dollars. That was in 1989. It is 2023. Right? What's the equivalent of? Anybody got the ability to look this up? What's a million dollars in '89 equivalent to in 2023? It's inflation. It's gonna be a lot. Inflation. Inflation in the last four years would make a million dollars three million dollars or whatever. For sure. I think it went the other way, but whatever. (laughs) A million dollars it doesn't go as far today as it did four years ago, much less forty years ago. Roughly two and a half million dollars. That's okay. It. Yeah, that's okay, it. so bump it up. Give them $3 million. Here's, here's the but thing, though, Davey. On iRacing, if I gave you $100 and said, catch that faster guy in front of you, you're not going to be able to do it if he's faster. But I can just wreck him earlier. The, the <laughs> I get better. The other night, they all you got in line. They could only yeah. run the bottom. And that's they the sorted the themselves out into the speed their cars were once yeah. Kyle Larson passed And it was good racing. Those cars were they weren't full throttle. They were 50, no, 60% they were, throttle right. when those tires were out. It did again, exactly what it, tire wear. Yeah. More than That's enough horsepower. Everybody, I mean, if those things had 1,000 horsepower, well, can you imagine how some, They need more horsepower. They do need I, I They need an alternate lane to run in. They need to be able to run the top faster. And when they repave it, really it killed it variable thing. Having cup cars. Cup cars should be faster than Xfinity cars and trucks. Period. I agree. They should not be slower than any of those. And we go to tracks where the trucks are faster than the cup cars. Yeah. Well. And that's crazy to me. You know, I guess we've slowed them down because we we say, okay, well, let's slow the let's slow the cup cars down what, so the racing gets what, better. Yeah, that's but no exactly matter what, what started you do, all of this is people thought the racing wasn't getting good. So, like, well, let's bring all the cars together. And I think, I think no matter what you do, the dri- the drivers will adapt. 
Why was racing so good last year? Why was there so many exciting finishes? Why did so much crazy stuff happen? Because the next-gen car was brand new. Why is there less of that? Why is Ross Chastain the only person that's... And you making waves with this the year. previous generation Why? car. I mean, early on they were running the fastest. I think in 2013-2014 they introduced the Gen 6. They had that yeah. giant spoiler on it, 7 yeah. 800 horsepower. I think they set the qualifying record at Charlotte in 2013 mm-hmm. in the fall race when they qualified in their lights. Yeah. And was that Newman? I think it was, was Kurt probably, Busch. Really? I think it was Kurt Busch. Yeah, maybe. I could be wrong. Yeah. So Obviously, as time went on, engineering got better on what we're dealing with. For sure. As as far as the chassis and, and how to make those exactly. cars drive better. Teams adapted, drivers adapted. So everybody kind of, you've got this box, everybody's in it. Well, some people spend a lot of money or they've got smarter people or better drivers. Yeah, whatever. And they get further away Sometimes from they the just box. get lucky. Sometimes they just hit on it. Yep. Track house. Hit on it immediately, and whatever they were doing last year has worked and carried over because they're still fast this year. Trackhouse is just that whole deal. It's different. Like they're they're different. Yeah, absolutely. In a good way, though. I think what Justin Marks and and I don't know how much I know. You know, obviously Pitbull has some oversight on it. You know, and he's actually involved in it. You know, that's Which the cool is really thing. Neat. That's the cool thing about seeing these owners. You know, like. Pitbull, Michael Jordan, these guys are coming to the racetrack. They are they are all in. They want to be there. It's not something to just put their name on and say, okay, I'm a part of this. They're all in. They they want to do this. They want to be there. And as far as Trackhouse is concerned, you know, and 2311 to to a certain extent, yeah. they want to be different. They're newer teams. Both of them already have wins in the Cup Series, which is, is huge. Wins. Um, college racing is is show is coming though. College racing has a win in the Cup Series. That's true. That is true. As far as our full, you know, now that we've got our the own, next gen, our own total full time bill, yeah, yes. and the next gen car, it, it is it is coming. Um, you know, we're taking our time, but that's okay. We're gonna get there. Uh, Still badass in the Xfinity Series, right? But you know, and I, the only reason I I don't want to sit here and harp on college is because we work there and you know, I don't want anybody to think, Hey, you know, they're just talking good about it because they work there. Obviously, but even still favoritism we're, I think Cogs in the same group with track house and the 2311. And you know, those teams like that group of teams, because we're doing things a little bit differently. You know, it's not, you're not in the typical show up race. You know, we're not Hendrick motorsports. Or, correct. Or RCR correct. and, they're not trying to be no any of those other teams. They're nope. trying to show up do something and different. do it their own way. And I'm all I'm 100 percent on board with, with doing it. things different. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of different, let's move on to a different topic. We're getting a little bit rambly here about North Wilkesboro. As much yes. good things there is to say, love North Wilkesboro. Eventually, love you, you love do it. have to stop talking about it. We're going to Charlotte this weekend. Yes. Uh, Xfinity running Saturday during the day. Yep. Osco uniforms 300. Supposedly. One o'clock on Saturday. There's a very large chance of rain. What was the percentage, we say? It was 60% when that's I That's a 40% really. chance it ain't going to rain, I say. It's gone back and forth. I don't think that's how that works. It's but. one of those deals where you don't, you know, obviously you don't know what's going to happen until you get there. We've been, man, we've, which this week we practice and qualify on Friday, so I think I think the weather's clear for that. That's but good. We've we had a lot really, of rain this year. Yeah, we have. Man, we've got a lot of rain I've this year, home. and it's been crazy. I mean, we've 
California, Richmond. California's terrible. Yeah, I mean. I mean, watching on TV, I wasn't there, but. Yeah, I like California as a racetrack. Um, it really yeah, sucks it was, that we're not going there anymore. That's a great track. Yeah, but we'll go in some capacity, I think. I don't know. I mean, it's been, think, there's been a lot of back and forth. They swore up and down we are going to build this track, and you guys are coming back here, but now they've sold off the majority of the land. Anyway, it's not going to happen. You heard it from Photog Chris. Photog Chris is exactly he's he's in he's in the know. So why would they build a new track in California when they got North Wilkesboro and Nashville ready to go? But Uh, California wasn't an SMI track. Doesn't matter. They'll switch that date. Who cares? For another date with you know they'll swap out some dates. Brute Smith did back in the day. Yeah, something like taking the California date to another NASCAR track. Get rid of Texas. Texas Stop. will lose the date. Won't go back to Dakota. <laughs> Texas already lost the date. Maybe take the Cup yep. Series to Portland for the swap back. Don't for the, do that. You know, stuff like that. Truck go. Trucks go to Texas twice. I believe they go. They with went us with the IndyCar in the fall uh, too. So Carson the trucks. Won yep, the trucks the will race weekend. there. That, leave the trucks. That was a cool weekend. Yeah. Having trucks with IndyCar. Yeah, but again, trucks are going to run. But you know, you're going to have a pretty entertaining show wherever the trucks yeah. are. The trucks, typically, not always, but that's a drafting track for the trucks, and yeah. that flat one and two really makes that interesting. Yeah, um, it's a mile and a half. Speaking of that, we had a test at Charlotte back yes. in January. January. Yep, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and that makes Monday. me really no, it's excited. Just Monday, yeah, it was one of these. It makes me really excited about this weekend because we were. Yeah, we had the Daniel and Chandler were bad fast. One of the so the reason they had a Charlotte test um, before this year is the Xfinity setup package was changed. Obviously, we have rules we have to adhere to as far as setup and what we're allowed to do and where the limits are. Change some stuff. With so the rear end and yep, yep. The track bar I stuff changed up a little moved bit. In our favor, you know, for sure. Um, and so we go to Charlotte. To test this new package out, they wanted to give a team the teams a chance just because it's you know you go to so many mile and a half. Wanted to give us a chance to test out the new package and see how the drivers liked it and kind of give them a chance to get used to it and all that. Um, one one of our competitors' cars went out initially on the old setup that we are not running anymore, um, and that was the fastest time of the day. Um, then we were P2 we were fastest on on the setup that we are running this year. We had the two fastest cars there, and we um, were really fast over the long run as well. Yeah, the, yeah. With the Daniel, 10 and fifteen lap averages were top <coughs> board as well. Chandler did a lot of different um, different runs. They were typically shorter runs, but Daniel, we ran fifty lap runs. We were just ran long run after long run after long run all day, um, just because fast. we wanted to kind of. We wanted to get both aspects, you know. Obviously, you're, if you're going to take two cars, um, you want to try different things. You know, you don't want to do those the same thing with so both cars. Too. They were the test cars. Cool or cool. I love those. that's another thing. Photog Chris, we need to bring back testing. I'm not saying this as like a because if we're being honest, I hate tests. This thing's I the worst them. thing in the world. I hate them so much. I don't even know why you'd say that. I don't like going we to test. To bring back I'm testing. saying we got it. enough on our plate building race cars. I agree. You I'm not speaking. Test cars? I'm not speaking from an ex- the 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 
you're position. You're, you're making for the betterment of the sport. The Correct. lack of testing is a way to save money. I mean, Agreed. think about the people involved in a test and, and how long it takes to go through tests. You're right. Takes money to make money, big guy. I, I have a story coming out this week. Racing about isn't cheap. I racing versus simulators, and, and part of that involves how simulators have paved the way for not having to do so much testing or taking the place of testing. And they get just as much out of a simulator. I went to the Ford simulator. I looked at it. I watched them do their data collection. I looked at all the little tools they have, all the stuff that I can't show in my story. Of course. But basically, proprietary. they can get more done in an hour than you can get done at the track in a full day with one person in the control room and a couple of people that run it full time, but one crew member and one driver can go through and they can, and then, you know, the sort of the process was they came back from Kansas and it was with Harrison Burton and the Penske team and his engineer. And they first, they, the first thing they do is get in and run Kansas again with all the data they brought back to put in some fresh data. They made some changes. They, they, they felt, felt out how some changes would work based on the conditions from Kansas. And they'll use that again before they go to Kansas next time so that they have a, they have a download of what it was. That as updated as it can be. Of course, yeah. Then they went through some Darlington and some North Wilkesboro and some Charlotte for me just to get the visuals. And then they did their – so they were going to uh, Darlington, so they did a lot of Darlington after I was done. Yeah. They can get a lot done in a short amount of time. I mean, Harrison I spends four hours a week in there. And imagine all the other four drivers spend about the same amount of time sure. in there every week. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure testing is needed at all. I mean, Goodyear does their tests to give you all the data you need. They do a fair amount of, you know, the official tests gives them the data to do the simulator right. stuff. And if yeah. Ford, Chevy, and Toyota are gathering data all the time to improve that, You're right. it's not perfect, but I think well, it's perfect else. enough. Yeah. And I agree. Um, at, from an industry standpoint, I couldn't agree more. Um, it's definitely, again, I'm trying to kind of take look at it from a different perspective. You know, I don't want everything I look at to, to be my opinion as... Somebody, somebody that works it on a team and goes to the racetrack. You know, I like to look at things from the fans' perspective also. And obviously, a ton of fans don't go to tests. Yeah. But I still think that there's some value. I'm not saying we should be testing every other week. I'm saying, you know, Daytona preseason yeah, Thunder was absolutely. awesome. You'd go down there with these badass test schemes on your car. And did it do anything? Who knows? It probably did a little bit, but it's Daytona, it's pack racing. It didn't do that much, but it was still cool. It was one of those things. It was like you knew, you know. So, again, I hate testing. So, from my standpoint, I don't want to go to any tests. I love going to the racetrack. (laughs) I don't want to go to a test just because on a race weekend, you know, especially when you're with Colleg Racing, we we show up to win. I don't show up to run 5th, 10th, 15th, whatever. We show up. And we're, you know, in our minds, one of our cars is going to have a chance to win the race, if not all three of them. Um, that's the thing that sucks. So going cars can't win, right? But that's the problem with a test <laughs> is, you know, you're there and you're definitely collecting data, and it's definitely helping. But at the same time, it's like, man, you know, there's no, there's no, po- there's a point. I'm, I'm as contradicting a mechanic, myself. you don't see the point. As much as you would if you I were I see an the point, but there's no motivation. <clears throat> I'm there. I'm obviously going to do my job to the best of my abilities. That's I'm a, never going to do less. I'm always going to give 100% every time that's I'm, another I'm thing working with on these the, things. With testing over simulation, mm-hmm. is, simulation is too advanced. Like, you hear all these 
Yeah. Is AI getting too far out? Are we about to yeah. dodge the Terminator? It's, is simulation killing sport? Are they getting too advanced for their own good? Well, and that that's it's, another I mean, thing. that's what's been being said that, over the last 20, 25 years. Is, that's another thing because you go through this stuff and it's like, you know, you're worrying and worrying and worrying. And it's like before we leave, you know, our engineers are running their own simulations on their computers over and over and over and over and over again. And it's like go a quarter round up on the track bar or just the just the most slightest minute you know details. right just the sl- most slightest adjustments Normal you people can wouldn't even and think running about it and running it and running it to see what's the best of a second and then you get Tons. to the track and then nine <laughs> nine times out of ten this it is the exciting work. part of working on a race team is you'll get your car finished and you'll final scale it set up everything is done and is ready to hit the track and then nine times out of ten you'll get to the racetrack and you'll change it because from the time that door shuts on the truck to the time the car gets to the track Something else is found. Oh, this this looks like it might be. That's bad. my favorite part. Let's run this. So the first thing you do when you get to the racetrack is you change it. It's like, yeah. and not always. No, you know, it's not an every week thing, but it's one of those deals where you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Sam, I'd say this is a pretty good first episode. I think so. We covered a lot. You North Wilkesboro was badass. You talked a lot. Yeah. Sorry. You have not really. You you did. I felt like. What do you have to say that you didn't get to say? Nothing, because you said it all. <laughs> so, okay. North Wilkesboro so was badass. You were there. I wasn't. Yeah, Charlotte's coming up. I feel like we're going to be fast. You got the 600 on Sunday. Yep. You might have the 300 on Sunday if it rains Saturday. I don't know. Hopefully, it won't rain. But. What's, What's your predictions? Who gets the truck, truck win? win? Truck Series is racing this weekend? Friday night. Speaking. I don't keep up with I, I, I don't keep up with you truck can't racing. Do back in the shop the, and not keep up with I all the haven't kept up series. with track, the truck, truck racing. Real, the trucks are at Charlotte Friday night? Yes, they are. It wasn't like that last year. Yeah, they're usually off that weekend. No. Because they no, used to run. What happened? They used to run the weekend before weekend. with the All Star race. Correct. That's, that's what, what screwed is. me up, is I don't know how that. Yeah. No, that, that's what it keeps is. Up. All right. My truck prediction. Charlotte, we're going to go with. Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes. Okay. That's a good choice. I think, man, I'm trying not to piss people off this first episode, and it's not that I think, you know, this is just just my, I think, uh, I think Carson Hosevar will pull another one out. I was thinking that. That's a good pick. Yeah, I think he, I think he very, will. He's definitely going to win some races. He's got I agree. so Are there much. any cup drivers in the truck race this weekend? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. It's because it's the triple truck challenge. Triple truck challenge. challenge. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. That's a lot of money. That's what one hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars, fifty thousand per race. Yeah. So that's like <clears throat> our version. That's of, a mini. Also, that's race. like the Xfinity Dash for Cash. Xfinity Series version of Dash for Cash. Yeah. I mean, I want to go with Todd Jeske. I think on on that this weekend. He's that's been good. I don't been know, man. Time. Those he has been. Trucks are always fast. Yeah. I think he's good. Good. Yeah. Well, I think he's good for top five, but I don't know. I don't think, man. You know. Not taking anything from Majeski or that Thor Sport team, but you know, I just don't think I don't I don't know if they're gonna I don't know if they're gonna be fast enough to win. They'll I'm run top five. North Wilkesboro. He's pretty. He's getting some confidence under him. Yeah. I think Good. he really feels like he can Good. he can pull it off. And just I was looking at the at the list. I mean, there's the old timers, you know, yeah. Matt Crafton and and, yeah. and Stuart Friesen and, and Ben Rose. Who picked yeah. you, Jake? I picked Ben Rose. Yeah, Ben Rose. Stuart Stewart's still competitive. Uh, but he is. They're just Smith. Yeah. A little bit. I, I feel like Zane Smith's fallen off a little bit. These That's last an easy few weeks. pick. 
It really is. For the most part. I, but I feel agree. like he's fallen off these last few weeks, and I can't tell the, you when Truck Series races. Okay, it's been who's so the, who's the next first-time winner in the Truck Series? Raja. Raja Cruz. See, I think I'm telling the, you, man. The talent's there. I don't know the truck team's quite up the par yet. All right, let's go to Saturday. Well, Who wins the Saturday? Hold race? on, hold on. We're hold not on. done with okay, the truck shit. I was done with the truck shit. We're not. No, I am not. All I'm right, not. Right. I'm going to stand on the soapbox <clears> and I'm going to say Raja can win just as easily because Grant Enfinger is driving the other GMS truck and you're right. he's won you're this right. year. You're right. All right, you're right. I think Raja's going to win and I think, you know, it sucked that he didn't win when he was running ARCA for Rev last year, but watching him, you know, because he was also racing with Nick Sanchez. Yeah, Nick's a And Sanchez was better last year, I believe, in the ARCA car. But I think him, his his runs have been better, but I think him and Roger are kind of on the same wavelength as far as that. You know, obviously both in Chevrolets. Nick's in the Rev KBM Alliance truck. Yeah. Truck's been fast. The the races I've watched, he is always it. And if he cleans his act up, yeah, yeah, he's, he's made some mistakes, but you know, bang. all these kids are, and and that's, that's okay. The truck series, yeah, they're learning right. from it. They're Let's move on to the second most important race of the weekend: the Coca Cola Six Hundred. Okay, we're gonna save. Expanded and you can't pick a college car. Can I pick one for the Xfinity race? No, oh, man. Okay, that's fine. If it can be your three cars, who wins the race? No, I'm, I'm good with that. But we're gonna do the Six Hundred. Uh, one first, thing right? we've missed. All right, we'll do the Six Hundred first. My Six Hundred pick is going to be. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'd. Probably have to say Denny Hamlin. Uh, yeah, he, go was, he was good at Kansas. He's good in these longer races. Yeah, he he is. I mean, Denny is Denny. He's, he won it last year. He yeah, is good. He's one of the best. But Fun I'm going to say. This it, weekend it, is my one-year anniversary at college racing. No kidding. That's cool. I remember that. I do I do remember that last year. Um, Denny, Denny's going to be good. But I think it also depends on is there a late caution – is it going to turn into a fuel mileage race? Um, you know, the how is, of yeah, obviously we don't know that. Well, last year was the longest 600 in 600 history. It was more yeah. than 600 miles. It was five hours and 13 minutes. It had 18 cautions. Um, last year was I, I was going to I was looking at the video today. It was ridiculous. Yeah. 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 I, my first day at college racing was Memorial Day, and I'm up watching that race. Like, I can't stop watching, but I need to go to sleep. Yeah. So this yeah. sucks. So, who's your pick? <laughs> Coke, uh, Coke six hundred. You know, most of most of me. Said Denny Hamlin. You said Denny. I said Denny. Me said him. Part of me wants to say Truex. He's hot because he's very good. They've been solid. I was at the hot race. as in. They've been consistent. Oh, oh okay. You're talking about Darlington. I'm not think, talking about his face. Uh, he's an attractive man. But I don't think he's really? sexy. No. Okay. No, I'm, that's okay. There's nothing so, wrong with being. Let's move on and not make um, this about that. About. What? what about his I can't tractor? stand Kenny Chesney. Please don't bring that up. I hate that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but the song is not She Thinks My Tractor's Hot. It's, I said she sexy thinks my after tractor's that, sexy. you big dummy. Do you not listen? Are you all mouth and no ears? Wow. Part of me wants to say Trix, but... We need an all-out answer. I don't think Trackhouse is going to do Answer the question. It. It's almost 11 o'clock. Bubba's getting... Bubba's getting... He's, he's getting... Our producer said rap. For Ten the, minutes ago, I know, I know. For the sake of, you know, argument, argumentativeness, I think Bubba's getting close. You know, obviously Reddick's already won a race for twenty three eleven. I think Bubba's getting close, and I don't care what you think about him. You know, just speaking from the perspective of being fast. You know, some weekends they're fast, some weekends they're off a little bit, but they're getting there. 
So who's your pick? Bubba Wallace <laughs> or Martin Truex Jr. I can pick two. It doesn't matter. Who's your pick, Photog Chris? Kyle Larson. Dad. Kyle Larson again? Yeah, that's the easy. Oh, that's like him. He's going to whoop him again. He's whooped him the last four weeks except he got wrecked three of them. That's like picking Zane Smith in the truck race. It's yeah. easy. It's an easy neither, pick. Neither three of us picked All, right. All right, wrap it up, boys. All right, most important race of the weekend. The Xfinity, Xfinity Osco 300 at Charlotte. We didn't get into this. Uh, we do have Mr. Kyle Busch in the 10 car. That's true. Uh, after awesome. seeing Kyle Larson win at Darlington, Kyle Busch better be on his P's and Q's because that car is bad. Okay, you can pick that car. And but if okay, we're not allowed to pick any of the three colored cars. And so AJ won in the ten at. Um, this Dakota. is true. So, um, let's see. You know, Junior Motorsports has been off. They really have. And I think they're not going to go the the year without winning a race. Absolutely not. No. I think Josh Berry, but or Brandon Jones is going to get. Is there intermediate going to be it, or is it going to be something like? I don't know. Really We've don't. got Nashville Super Speedway coming up. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think they're gonna get. They're definitely gonna get there. They're not gonna go winless. Um, they're too good. You know, Absolutely. I know Al the Geyer, setup. The setup change really good. has kind of took us, made them take a step back a little bit from what they were last year. I mean, they were handing our ass to us every weekend last year. Yeah. Um, but they'll definitely get there. Um, I think. I mean, I really think if it's not one of our cars, I think John Hunter. I think John Hunter stole my pick. I know that's the easy pick, and I'm taking that is the easy I'm pick. I'm okay with well, we're gonna have to start We're going there. We're I'm gonna okay with to... taking the easy pick here. Easy pick, John, John Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. I would say this. I think Chandler can beat Kyle Busch. I think so too. At a mile and a half, he showed it at Vegas. Yeah, he he almost showed it, or he showed it at Phoenix. That was a debacle, but yeah, Chandler's good at Phoenix that. too. I don't want to talk about Vegas either because <laughs> but you know what? Won that race. We've had a lot of races this year. We've I almost feel won. like. Since Kyle was last in our cars, we have made hand over fist strides. Oh yeah, you put somebody like Kyle Busch in your race car, you are going to learn a ton. And Especially is. at a track like Charlotte, where it's balls to the wall. Yeah. You've got to be a driver. You're going to be in thirty fifth. As good as Kyle is at Charlotte, he's good everywhere. But Charlotte, but I'll, get all, I'll give Austin Hill a nod too. He's going to be strong. One of those RCR yeah. cars to win. Sheldon Creed's been making mistakes lately, so I don't yeah. want to rule it's not him just in. Lately. Yeah, he's, he's been having a hard time. I think um, I think he'll win before the year's over. Yeah, I Sheldon. agree. Sheldon's fast. He's just got to put it together. Yeah, I think at some point he's going to get to where he's like, okay, he's going to figure it out. You know, he's a good driver. He's you know not always happy um, with our guys, and that's okay. Um, but I think you know him, and obviously Austin's got what three wins already this year. Yeah. Um, They've cool. Fun off. fact: the guys, the team, well. Most of Austin Hill's guys are the same guys I won my Homestead race. With. A lot of fun facts in this episode. Yeah, thanks. And that pit crew pit crew pits Bush, Kyle Bush on Sunday. <clears throat> Who's going to pit Kyle Bush on Saturday? Well, that would be the um, number one guys from Ross Chastain, right? Yeah. <laughs> that mix-up just cracks me up every time. But anyway, I think we've unanimous, unanimously picked uh, John Hunter Nemechek or Kyle yeah, Bush so. or Chandler Smith. Yeah. yeah. Or Daniel Hemrick. You can't say not Daniel Hamrick because he was the fastest there in the test. So, my pick's the number 11. Yeah. Sam's going to victory lane. I hope so. so I guys, hope I have a lot of stories to tell you guys next Wednesday, which I guess I'll technically be telling the stories Tuesday. You just won't see yes, it. Yes, we're Wednesday. recording on Tuesday. This episode is we're planning to air every Wednesday. That being said, it's almost Wednesday now, so we are going to wrap this That's up. That's right. Sam, this has it's been late. a lot of fun episode. I go to work 001. 
Yes. I got to wake up at 5 a.m. to take a shower. I've still got to edit and upload this. So I yes, am done do. for the evening. <laughs> Guys, we are back at the shop. Thank you for listening. Yes. Make sure Thank you like, you so subscribe, much. follow, hit the TikTok, hit the Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Thanks. Right. Woo! That was Back in the Shop with Davey, Sam. I'm Chris. See you next time.